This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, November 7th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Justices struggle with Clean Water Act. Propane shortage plagues farmers. And FDA pick gets key endorsement. Court seeking middle ground on pollution permitting. The Supreme Court seems to be looking for a way to prevent homeowners and farmers from being subject to the Clean Water Act's prohibition on discharging pollutants into navigable waters if they travel through groundwater to get there. The court heard arguments yesterday in a case involving discharges from a Hawaii wastewater treatment plant that travel through groundwater before reaching the Pacific Ocean. Justices such as Neil Gorsuch, Samuel Alito, Stephen Breyer, who is one of the court's more liberal members, said they were concerned septic tank owners and farmers could end up having to apply for permits from EPA. The bottom line, Tim Bishop, an attorney with Mayor Brown in Chicago, who wrote a brief for farm groups in the case, said many of the justices were focused on ensuring that whatever regulatory test is adopted, homeowners and farmers wouldn't be targets of citizen suits or EPA enforcement. The court's majority would like to come up with a line to keep out septic tanks, Bishop said, adding, I don't really have any answers as to what that could be. He said it's a good bet there will be a separate Samara and Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Elena Kagan appear to support the Ninth Circuit decision that gave rise to the Supreme Court case. U.S. Dems talk USMCA with Canada. House Democrats met with Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, Foreign Affairs Minister Chrystia Freeland, and Labor Minister Patty Haidu yesterday for what was described by local media as upbeat meetings on the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Much of the talks were focused on democratic efforts to ensure that new labor standards included in the pact are adequately funded and enforced in Mexico. I particularly stressed the importance of meaningful enforcement mechanisms that ensure the protection of workers in all three nations and of our shared environment. That according to House Ways and Means Committee Chair Richard Neal, who led the delegation to Ottawa. I'm pleased that our neighbors to the north also have a strong desire for an agreement that benefits our economies while also lifting up our people. Trudeau, according to a report by Automotive News Canada said he has been working with U.S. lawmakers to reach a good place where we have the right uh, deal for Canada, the United States, and for Mexico. It is a pleasure to see the positive momentum that seems to be happening in this renewal of this very important trade deal. Keep in mind, House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy and other GOP leaders are keeping the heat on Democrats as they continue to negotiate with U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer for demands to alter USMCA. In a statement yesterday, McCarthy argued that Democrats are too preoccupied with impeachment proceedings to focus on the trade deal, something that Democrats deny. Chinese president extols free trade. Chinese President Xi Jinping opened up the second annual China International Import Expo this week by promising a new push to open his country's markets. Economic globalization represents the trend of history, like the world's great rivers, the Yangtze, the Nile, the Amazon, and the Danube. 
They all surge forward in relentless flow, and nothing can stop their mighty movement, Z said, according to a report from the Xinhua News, a government-run media outlet. Xi's comments come as U.S. and Chinese negotiators scramble to finalize the first phase of a trade pact that President Donald Trump has promised will massively boost U.S. ag exports. What I want to say to you today is that the Chinese market is such a big one that you should all come and see what it has to offer, Xi said. Propane problems plague northern farmers. Farmers in the northern U.S. are struggling to find propane to dry crops and heat their homes with below-average temperatures expected over the next 10 to 12 days. Deb Grooms, CEO of the Iowa Propane Gas Association, tells AgriPulse the problem isn't really a shortage of propane, but rather an inability to transport it quickly enough to meet demand. The Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration recently issued emergency disaster declarations for Illinois, Iowa, Kansas, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, South Dakota, and Wisconsin, waiving hours of service requirements for haulers transporting propane. Groom said they are piping propane up. It's just not keeping up with harvest. Corn is also taking longer to dry, and the upper Midwest is harvesting at the same time. Now keep in mind, according to a National Propane Gas Association memo, some propane marketers are also reporting they've sold two to three times more propane over the past few weeks compared to the same time last year. Chairman endorses FDA pick, sets hearing. The chairman of the Senate committee that oversees FDA has endorsed President Trump's nominee to run the agency, Stephen Hahn, as a successful chief executive. He will bring a guiding hand to an agency task with protecting the public health, said Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee Chairman Lamar Alexander of Tennessee. He said this is a crucial perspective at a time when FDA is implementing the 21st Century Cures Act, regulating tobacco and vaping products, addressing the opioid crisis, and protecting our nation's food supply, Alexander said. Hahn, a chief medical executive at the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center in Houston, would replace Ned Sharpless, whose term as acting commissioner ended last week. Hahn's confirmation hearing is set for November 20th. Report finds frustration with sustainability programs. Farmers are frustrated with the sustainability requirements that food companies are putting on them, and the companies would like to do something about that, according to a survey by the U.S. Farmers and Ranchers Alliance. Farmers interviewed for the report said that they felt their perspectives and interests had been largely disregarded by the companies that are asking them to report data on farming practices. The report says, as they see it, the data farmers are spending time and expenses to provide is, at best, being used to enhance someone else's bottom line, or at worst, could be turned against them. 28 of 34 food companies that were interviewed said they are aware of frustration among producers. A large majority of the company surveyed said they needed to do a better job of making the case to farmers about the value of reporting and connecting it to important economic and sustainability outcomes. 63% of the company said they favored standardizing questions and reporting platforms by commodity or agriculture product. Here's today's He Said It. 
Together, we are restoring American freedom, defending American justice, preserving the extraordinary vision of our founding fathers. That President Trump at a White House event marking the confirmation of his 150th judge. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, November 7th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.